0: This short prophecy in chapter 18 is a bit vague. It refers to a distant people of an unknown identity. Let's see. Woe, he says, the land of the shadow of wings. Eretz tziltzal A land with wings that form a shadow. It is a land which is beyond the river of Cush, which is the great river of Egypt. There were various independent kingdoms and tribes living in the southern part of Egypt. Um, So some people say it's identified with ancient Ethiopia, etc. This land belongs to a nation that sends emissaries by sea, messengers who travel in ships and light papyrus vessels on the water. And they give the following instruction to their seamen. Go! l'chu malachim kalim, swift messengers, to a nation that has been dragged and plucked, to a people who has undergone awful experiences from its beginning, its inception onward, a nation of laws and regulations and which has suffered defeat that rivers divide its land. These emissaries will come from the ends of the earth to announce the forthcoming events. And this verse actually we say on the, uh, on the prayers of Rosh Hashanah. Kol Yoshei Tevel v'shoch ne'aretz. All inhabitants of the world, they say, and dwellers of the earth, when a banner is raised up on top of the mountain so that it can be observed from a great distance, you will see. And with the sounding of the shofar, you will hear. Hence the Rosh Hashanah connection. That's what their message was going to be. They're basically going to come and say, people, see what's going on. Notice. These emissaries will come from the ends of the earth to announce forecoming events. All inhabitants of the world, yes, and dwellers of earth, when a banner is raised, with the sounding of the shofar, you'll hear it. Sorry, that's the verse. Okay. For so said Hashem to me, says Yeshua, I will be calm and I will look alone quietly on my abode, observing the unfolding events, which are like clear light during the heat that comes after rain. Or, like a dew cloud in the heat of harvest. You could just see the poetry here. Just imagination. Kitampera huboser, gomel, etc. For before harvest arrives, when the blossoming is over and the bud becomes a ripening grape as it develops, anticipation of the ripening of the fruit, he will cut off the thin branches with pruning hooks and remove and lop off the long, thick branches. In other words, a great slaughter will occur quickly. Some people say this refers to the War of Gog and Magog. The numerous dead will be left together for the raptors of the mountain and for the animals of the earth, which will eat the corpses, and the raptors will will summer upon them, and the animals of earth will winter upon them. There will be so many corpses that they'll be able to eat throughout the summer and winter. At that time which again seems to be Gog and Magog, something that we'll discuss more extensively in the book of Ezekiel. Many commentaries say that it's not a literal war. Some people say it refers to already the world wars we had. But at that time, a present will be brought to Hashem from the people dragged and plucked, from a people awful, awful from its inception onward, a nation of laws and defeat, that rivers divide its land. Those nations that were cleansed by suffering will then come to the place of Hashem, which they will know is Mount Zion, and they will bring their gifts to Hashem. So ends this intense and short prophecy.